are you doing? So, today, it's, it's been a long time since I've seen my son. And 2020 was the hardest year for me. To say that I lost everything is an understatement. Because truly I lost everything, not just my marriage. I lost everything, literally everything. So here the year started normally and like five months back I knew my marriage was over. But I swear I tried to work through it. The biggest journey for me has been overcoming the hate, the guilt and trying to heal from all this. So 2021 for me is the beginning of the year. I knew my marriage was done and I think I tried whatever interventions I could to see if I could, could work around something to maybe resolve it. And things were getting tougher for me financially. And I remember like nothing was working. Everything I touched was a mess. So it got me even more scared. There's a son here, there's a child on the table. There's food that is needed. There's bills to be paid. And I was scared. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know who to even call. I was alone. I tried so hard to keep a bald face in front of my son, not to see me weak, but I was hurting inside. In January 2020, I tried to take my life. And it's funny when you never even think of such things and they never come through to your mind and you never you never think about such things because you don't want to fail. Because for me, I've had to carry an image that I'm perfect in some way. And family, I don't want to talk about that. But what I can say is family can put you under so much pressure that you either end up sick or taking your own life. And I remember that day clearly. I was coming from a friend's place in Kirigiti and I think it was around Ridgeways and I stopped there and I wanted to end my life there. I didn't want to come home. I didn't want ever my son to see me weak. If I own my son, I didn't want a whole family, extended family for that sake to see me weak. I always kept a perfect face, a perfect picture. <clears throat> but the reality was I was hurting. I was in pain. I didn't know what to do. And I couldn't fake it anymore. It was getting to a time I couldn't even pay my bills anymore. Because every time I went to try get a project done, I would mess up. Every time I went for a presentation somewhere, I would mess up in the process. I was no longer in my right mind to even do anything professional. When I got married, I had an intention of taking it to my grave, like it was until death to do us, but that's why I was opting for that path of death, other than the shame of people knowing that I'm separated or divorced, I don't know what to call it. And I sat back and I thought about my son's future. I thought about the things I promised myself, and the most times we sat with my late brother at the hospital and we talked about my dreams and the things I want to achieve and the things I want to do. I just wanted to be with him and had so much pain that no one knew about because for me in the public I would keep a very bold face I would keep smiling I would keep it cool you know they call me Fujiko so I had pain when I was growing up I had pain all through the process and I hate it in silence so I would go sit at the corner somewhere by myself and try avoid people's confrontations so that that's where my introverted nature came from and I I just prefer staying by myself and just being indoors and I treasure that than being in public with people. So 2020, January, almost taking my life, then I decided not, as in 
not decided not to but something happened i was parked at the roadside and there's a security guard who came knocked at the window and asked me what i'm doing there and that's when my conscience came back and i drove home i didn't go straight to the house i went and slept in the car i stayed there until everyone was asleep because i remember six months before my separation i was sleeping in the couch so i didn't want any interference i didn't want to see anyone i didn't want to talk to anyone i will not stand here or sit here and blame anyone for my mistakes for whatever happened nah beyond that then the following month i lost my family and from that time that's when my downfall came at top speed and it hurt so bad that i i was in pain i didn't know what to do i didn't have money i didn't have a job i didn't have nothing i was hiding myself from the shame of losing a family from the shame of losing marriage i didn't want anyone to see me so again i chose to hide myself in the house and just stay there tried doing things i do forex trading and when you're not emotionally straight you will fail i crashed as in i lost everything up to a point where I was kicked out of the house for late payment of bills. <laughs> At that time, I, of course, the thought of killing myself came off my mind and I was off that. And now the pain that came to me was the fact that I cannot face my ex. I don't want to talk to her. So that pride of not wanting to face her and talk to her about her son's future is a guilt that I was fighting that I still fighting till today. I'll tell you this, I've not seen my son ever again. I don't know what to tell him if I ever meet him. So why am I saying this to you here? It's because I've let go of worries. It's because I just want to live a life, a fulfilling life, a happy life. I cannot do that with so much guilt, so much burden onto my shoulders. So I locked myself in the house and went to the internet and just started learning things, different things in terms of what I can do to perfect, to better myself. And it was a hard process, it's still a hard process. <sighs> and I met different people after that and didn't turn out well because I had my own insecurities. I had my own demons that I was fighting and I apologize to every woman I, I met after that because I hurt you. And I don't want to blame it on the, on the demons. I don't want to blame it on my uncertainties. I am sorry for hurting you. I never wanted to hurt anyone. I just wanted to feel loved again. I just wanted to be a husband again. I just wanted to belong to someone again. And though now I have sought help, I have, been, I have seen people who have worked with me to grow off the situations and to help me become a better me. I am capable of love and I fell in love again. Again. So when I sit here today, I am quite an emotional guy. So forgive me for the tears. They're usually closer for me. And they're usually one way of expressing myself. And speaking like expressing myself through podcast is a new way of expressing myself. It's a new way of opening up and healing my wounds. I don't have friends. I just prefer sitting and staying, being alone. It's somehow magical for me. And whenever I meet people out there, like the distance friends, I just want to talk because I have so much to share, because I have so much to pour. So forgive me if I ever meet you and I end up talking too much. Allow me to express myself. Allow me kufungua roho. And thank you for those who have given me an opportunity to open up to them, to express myself to them. And thank you for beautiful girls that I've met who have allowed me to date them, to know them, and to share some space with them, emotional space with them. It is what it is in terms of what happened between us. And now in this situation where I am back on my feet again, emotionally, and seeking love, and to be loved. So I'll tell you, I met this beautiful girl, as in, I have known her for a very long time, and I've always been hiding my feelings for her. I didn't want to tell her in the past because I was not in the right emotional state, so I made up my mind to go tell her. And of course, for me, it was direct love because I, as I said before, I love making love to brains. 
I value smart people. I value people who think beyond the norm, who are trying to achieve beyond the extraordinary, who are trying to be big, who are trying to make massive differences in the world. I treasure those people and I fall in love with those people, those people very quickly. So I met such a lady and she inspires me off by all means. And I don't I love her. And it's obvious that when you tell someone, they'll be hit by surprise and they will not reciprocate what you feel. It's difficult for everyone to feel that. But to me, I could have taken it as pain, as rejection, but I chose to understand the fact that we are different in terms of our feelings and we might be attracted to different people. And, and because she's probably outgoing and I'm not, she probably meets other smart people out there and she could be attracted to other people quite easily. So I took it very, very, very courageously and accepted the situation that was. She is my friend. There's no doubt about that. And I treasure our friendship and I would never say or do anything to hurt her. So I will leave it at that. So today I was sitting alone in the house and I I saw a toy that belonged to my son. I don't know. I've been holding it. So I was, I was cleaning, I'm cleaning up the house and I just opened the drawers and I found it and I broke in tears. It hurt me so bad that I have all this time ignored the fact that I need to forcefully. Was it forcefully or without go well? Question is, will I have access to my child in the future? I don't know. What should I do about it? Let me know by commenting, sharing your opinion with me. So I am confused. I am lost and I need to find myself and only me who can help myself by finding whatever is deep within me that works comfortably and to the best results and the best outcomes. I want to end this by saying sorry to every woman I met after my divorce and I hurt you and I'm sorry. I want to say sorry to my son and I want to say sorry to my family for disappointing you but I have to live my life now however much time is left I don't know but what I know is I don't have long so I'm going to make the best out of the short time that I have. That is my emotional baggage. Thank you for listening.